0: Welcome to Young Education. My name is Trevor Stevens, and what we're going to be talking about today is the problem with the education system and why you shouldn't go to college. Now, I will say I am eighteen years old. I recently enlisted in community college just because it's literally a you know, it's a cardinal sin not to go to college. That's why I'm not why that's why I'm going to college. Now, I would like to point out something that Napoleon Hill once said. It's it's not that. Education's a bad thing, it's just teachers know how to teach, but they don't know how to teach the use of education. Now if you really want to learn something, you really want to be educated in something, all you have to do is type it into the computer, and because it truly interests you, you will enjoy the topic. Because you enjoy the topic, you will excel in that topic. And that's really how that works. It's pretty simple. But all the curriculum in, let's start at elementary school. Elementary school, you start off with mathematics, English, and random other crap like playing the recorder for some reason. I don't know why they had to do that. Anyways, so math, of course, math is important for basic math skills in the real world. English is, well, reading and writing, which is also a very important skill in the real world. So everything is good up, in, up there. And then we get to middle school, middle school, a little bit of history. Now, most people, that's a very good example. It's if you're good at history, you like history, then you're going to excel in history. But it's not much use in the real world, not on an interpersonal level. On a personal level, it can benefit your wisdom. I can speak from personal experience, despite my age. If you study history enough, you will excel in, well, history. It's it's basically the principle of other people's life stories and getting the wisdom and life experiences from other people's lives is an incredibly valuable trait. Anyway, so we go from history, math, English, what's another one? Physical education, also a very important one. So elementary school through middle school is pretty solid, pretty, it's, it's you don't need to change it all that much. Now let's get up to high school. Oh boy. So studies show that 85% of what you learned in high school is forgotten within the first year that you're not in the classroom. First year, that's insane, which means you only retain 15% of the useless classes such as chemistry, forensics, Spanish, all the classes that you're supposed to be taking A through G for what they call, or here it's A through G, what they call college prep. And what, is, what, what exactly are you supposed to be preparing for? All right, well, let's take the college bachelor's, associate's degree, those two degrees in particular. So you have an associate's degree and a bachelor's degree. I've looked at the curriculum and from what I can see, it's the same thing as high school. It's just a bunch of mixed classes and that's, that's it. That brings absolutely no value in the market. When it comes to economics, which I happen to be majoring in, and like I said, if you have an interest in it and you look it up and you really like it, you'll excel in it. You have no market value towards anything if it's just random classes. It's just a random blob of, hey, maybe I can do this one day or maybe this will come in handy. It's like that's of no value. But we still have community college. We still have universities, preaching this curriculum now at the master's level and the doctorate level that is where the true trade or craft really comes into hand say if you want to be a scientist you're a psychologist a bachelor's degree in psychology is a couple classes of psychology maybe two or three classes related to psychology and the rest is just a bunch of random bullshit does that sound like something that is of any value to anybody who wants to hire that person? No, of course it doesn't. And then you have the master's degree and the doctorate degree. Now, the master's degree and the doctorate degree go on the ancient principle of apprenticeship, meaning that you basically watch someone who you just—they know everything already, or they've gone through the school and they've watched other people who know what the hell they're doing, and you have them—they have them teach them about it or you shadow them, which is what happens. You shadow the person. And because you shadow the person, you actually learn it. It's life experience. You actually get experience in the topic at hand. You've put your life towards this. That is what needs to be done in the bachelor's level. Now, back in the day in the 60s and the 70s, a bachelor's degree for some reason, because Well, I know the reasons. The reason was because that there was not a lot of supply. So the demand was up for a bachelor's degree because it means that you had the money to go to college. And because, of course, the economy wasn't good at the time, it even boosted the value even more. But that's not how it is anymore. This isn't the 60s or the 50s or, I mean, these weren't even that bad times. It's 2018 now and so we have the median men's salary been stagnant since the 70s and we have this surge of college majors where it's not only our bachelor degrees useless even more so than they were but now we have 60 percent of all college majors going into humanities And most humanities courses are things such as interdisciplinary studies, women's studies, religion studies, a bunch of other things. It's almost as if you take high school, you take, instead of taking a bunch of random classes that serve no value, you take one major, you take a bunch of classes that have absolutely no value. So it makes it even worse. You spend even more money into debt And you're even more screwed than you were, and then you work at McDonald's, and then you start blaming society for it. That's what's been preached by I don't know how many people. My whole family preaches that kind of shit. I mean, the whole society preaches that kind of shit. You really think that you can get by like that? They should have sticked to the college majors where science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM... STEM majors were the basis of all college majors back in the day because that, I mean, it still is. If you have a STEM major, you're almost guaranteed a job. The job prospects are incredible, but the problem with it and the reason why not a lot of people could do it is because one, it's very male oriented. Now there are women in the field, but typically males pretend or prefer to enjoy it more than women do. Now, I don't know why. I'm no scientist, but that's just what the numbers say. That's what the statistics say. I'm going to go off of that. But the problem here, I mean, there's a bunch of problems here. Let's get back to the high school. So if this wasn't evident enough from everything that I've said, now let's take it back to high school since I am such a young age. I'm already, you know, I'm in college and everything. But the problem here is, so you get into your freshman classroom or whatever. Normally it was a social studies classroom history. So we will be sitting in your history class and suddenly you see three or four counselors walk in and all they preach is college, 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 college. Now from everything that I've said, you think, oh, maybe, maybe someone will have a little bit of common sense and say, maybe college isn't for everybody, you know? Save some people some time, some money, some heartache, headache. I mean, it'll make a lot of people's lives better. Now, you know what I learned yesterday? I learned from a Navy recruiter. He's, I'm not going to mention his name, but I was talking to him. We were, we're very, very close alike. We read, we have, we have podcasts, we have such like that. And he told me, you know, you're a lot smarter than most kids because most kids, when they walk in here, you know what they say when I ask them what the hell they're going to do in the future? They say, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Bullshit. You're going to figure it out, huh? Mr. Mr. Tough Guy over here, 18 years old, just got out of high school. You know what you were doing for the past four years? You were sitting at home playing video games. You were drinking. You were smoking. You were having sex. That's what you were doing for the past four years. And you're going to go out and make a life-changing decision. A life-changing decision think about, I mean, if there's any parents listening to this right now, to have your child who's been doing that, or even if they weren't doing bad things like that, most teenagers, including myself, had those really bad incentives. Libido, really, you can't really control it. All teenagers have it. But to take that and to safely say, oh, no, he can make a decision, it's a life-changing decision for the rest of his life. He could totally do it. It's like, no, he can't. No, they can't. They really can't. Take a year off. Go and explore something. Go into a trade school. There's so many options other than college. And people act like it's the end of the world because the only reason why is because society says so and your grandpap and your grandma said so. Because that's how it was when they were in the day. In fact, my grandpa, and I was talking to him. He's like, why don't you get a job? You know. I mean, I have a job now. But why don't you get a job? why don't you get a job as soon as you get that bachelor's degree anyways they won't look at your degree that is how in demand bachelor's degree a bachelor degree was back in the day he is 70 something now and he had he that's that's what he believed he truly believed that if he had a bachelor's degree that they wouldn't look at it they wouldn't look at the degree that you have and I thought, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Where do you get your head out of your ass? Because if you get a bachelor's degree in women's studies, they aren't going to hire you as a bank teller. I mean, I'm sure they did, they would, but a bank teller is not a career. A bank teller is a job. And the difference between a job and a career is, well, a job you hate. A career is something you pick for the rest of your life, which is what some of these college kids are supposed to be doing, which is, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ludicrous. Why would you ever do that to your kid? Let alone myself, I see this. I'm the only person outside of that cave. I'm the only person to see any of this at my age. I think I'm pretty wise. I think I'm pretty good to say that. Anyways, going back to the topic of the high school counselors. High school counselors, they are actually in the state of California, which I happen to be in. They are paid extra money or they have the chance of getting a promotion if they get a certain amount of kids or a surplus amount of kids to enroll in a state college. That is absolutely ridiculous. Counselors are very sweet, kind human beings for the most part. And you bring this incentive upon them, this incentive upon them, (laughs) <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> but that's just that's cold. You bring the the sweetest, the kindest people that you'll ever meet probably besides maybe a priest and you give them a an incentive of a businessman or a stockbroker or some people who'll do anything to get ahead in life. That's ridiculous. Why would you ever do that? course well, why is money the state needs it the federal government needs it and the school district needs it so of course you're gonna pump money into that they're going to want kids to head out there and how are you gonna pay for college well student loans The student loans are boosted by the federal government because of financial aid which is just essentially free money that's given to kids who can't get enough money to go to college And then that makes school tuition even higher because there's just this, well, it's just super inflated. It's just a bubble. Of course, it's never gonna pop because they won't let it. They can't let it pop because if they let it pop, well then there goes all the money. There goes all the money for the government. There goes all the money for the banks, all the the loans. You know how millions and billions of dollars are stuck in the loans because people go to college. That's absurd. You can get rich. In fact, most people who do get rich, they either drop out of college or never went to college in the first place because they're well-educated, well-rounded people who learned on their own, have the ambition on their own to go and do this. And those are the success stories that I live by. And those are the success stories that you should really look into. Everyone has a different meaning of life. I know that, but really, do you know yourself? I mean, these college kids and these 18 year olds, these kids about to go into college, I took the time, I took about three or four months and I thought, Jesus Christ, what the hell have I been doing? And I think, well, what do you really want? What do you really want? You go through as many, talk to as many adults as you need to talk to as many experienced people as you need to get some advice, live your life as many events as possible because that's how you get the experience out of it and when you get the experience out of it then you can actually make a decision based off of actual events and actual experiences that you can actually feel not just speculation you want speculation go into the stock market become a day trader see how that works 97 percent of day traders are unsuccessful that is 97 out of 100 three out of 100 people become successful because they know what the hell they're doing and they're very good at gambling it's not luck success isn't luck and if you want to be an employee go ahead and be an employee but i mean these kids are stuck in a system that are indoctrinating them to become employees and they're also indoctrinating them to just become stuck To have $97,000 in debt, depending on whatever university you head off to, if you don't go to community college, which for some reason, a lot of kids feel that, no, I don't, I I actually, I don't need to go to community college. I I just, I don't want to, Yeah, I don't want to save money. I don't want to, you know, have an, I don't want to have a future. I want to have student debt for the next 30 or 40 years. That's what I want. In fact, when I, when I have kids and they're heading off to college, I still want my student debt. Imagine that. you have your kids going off to college and you're both paying off you're both paying off your student loans now that is a kick in the nuts <laughs> jeez god yeah, there are a lot of things that I had to say a lot of a lot of things that I had to share with you guys because this is not it the things that you've been told are not what you think they are doesn't matter what your age is what your age group is Everything that I get, it's an educated, I get it from scientists, I get it from educated people. It's what Henry Ford in Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill called it the mastermind because Henry Ford, let me tell you a story, Henry Ford had, he had, he had a newspaper tell him that he was ignorant, and he said, well, that's bullshit. Let me take this, let me take this to them. I want to, I want to sue the newspaper. So, He went off to court with them, and so the newspaper in defense started asking him a bunch of random questions that you might have been asked in school, let alone Henry had absolutely no schooling, pretty much no schooling, and so they asked him, how many British soldiers marched into America in the Revolutionary War, and he said, well, I don't know how many came over, but I know a lot less came back. You know, smart aleck response. They asked him a bunch of bullshit questions like that. I think of the eighth or ninth question. He said, look, I don't know any of this. I don't need to know any of this. But God, I have a button right here. If I press this button, I can bring anyone in who knows that right in, right in front of me. You're really going to get calling me ignorant now. That is not obviously it's not ignorance that's educated become educated i think it was educo is the or i don't know how to pronounce it but it's the latin root of education and it doesn't mean to learn it's to become aware if if i'm not mistaken if you become aware of your surroundings you become aware of everything Become aware of math, anything, you know, anything like that. You do it on your own. That's far more prestigious than if you were to go into an institution of any kind, even Harvard for that matter. I mean, you look at Elon Musk, Bill Gates, you look at all these prestigious, famous entrepreneurs. Did they graduate from these prestigious Ivy League schools? No. Did they go to them? Absolutely. Were they smart off right off the bat? Yes. They were smart before they came in. How do you think they got in? It's like, if you want to be an employee, go ahead, graduate. If you want more, if you want the most out of your life, you're more ambitious than any other human being that possible, drop out, drop out, drop out, drop out. There are a lot of opportunities for you. And if you're smarter than the 99%, they call it the 1% for a reason. It's the 1% do what the 99% won't. So I don't want to do that. They'll lay around the house. Well, that's sloth. They'll get mad at people for no reason. Well, that's wrath. I mean, you have the seven sins for a reason. There's a reason why Christianity, these enlightened people like Jesus Christ, I mean, you can think of whatever, whatever you want about Jesus Christ. I don't care. But Jesus Christ was a man. It's there's, there's historical evidence that he existed. It doesn't mean that he was a prophet. doesn't mean that he was anything special, but he existed and he lived. And the thing I know and the things that I've interpreted from the things that he said is he was a very wise, enlightened man. That's it. You can call him a prophet. You can call him son of God. Call him whatever you like. I don't think he's special whatsoever. And the reason why is because you know people always say he was God's son. It's like, yeah, sure, he was God's son. But why does everybody get to be referred as God's children then? That doesn't make him special, does it? Doesn't that make everybody special? Wouldn't that make you special? Me special? Anybody ever born special? Along with all the animals? I mean, that doesn't go in the same category, but all life is precious, isn't it? (laughs) You really have to open your eyes. You choose what you're blind to. Jordan Peterson once said that. You really got to open your eyes, and that's all you got to do. Once you open your eyes, you step out of what Plato called the cave, you become aware of the whole new world that you should have been aware of. Want to sit at home playing video games for the next fifteen years? Go ahead, but God, the view out here is amazing. It really is. Been looking at it for a little over a year now. It's incredible. You can do whatever you want, but school is not the place for most people, and it really is really is a trap you complain about school for your whole life up until high school and then it's like okay we'll have to go into school it's like no you know i don't i don't know how many times i have to say that but really i'm saying think about it that's what i'm saying i don't i don't mean drop out i don't mean anything like that but just think about it you want to be a lawyer you're going to have to go to school that's true because of bar exams and such but god think about it you want to be a scientist? Go ahead, become a scientist. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take just as much work to be a successful entrepreneur as if you were to be a successful scientist or any other of these majors. Especially a lawyer—that is absurd. You want to be an accountant? Accountant's not hard, or not not easy. Being an accountant's not easy either. The harder the job is, the less amount of people are going to be able to do it. And the less amount of people that are being able to do it, the higher the value. The higher the value, the higher the money. If that's what you're really looking at. <laughs> I mean, money's everywhere. You could rob a bank if you really wanted to. That's when it's the freest country in the world. Yeah, sure, you can say that. You can do anything, anywhere. Really. That's not my point. Just do what you think that you want to do after you evaluate the situation don't do what you want to do right now i mean there's two evaluation that i really like to put out and the two evaluations here are it was a therapist and his patient and the therapist asked his patient what do you perceive as paradise and he said well i'm sitting in a hammock on my own private island and on my private island i'm sitting in the hammock drinking a margarita Is like, that's not paradise. I mean, it sure sounds nice, you know. I mean, who wouldn't want that for maybe an afternoon? We'll try two or or three days of that. Paradise is supposed to be eternal. So try two, three days of that. Maybe even two weeks. You'll go insane. You'll feel like a piece of shit. You'll be a drunk. Drunk off of margaritas, ironically enough. You might think it's booze or something. All right, and the second evaluation is... You ask a 17 year old, I mean, take me, for example, I'm 18. So you take someone like me, it's like, okay, what do you want? Like, what's one of your, what's one of your things on your bucket list? Like, what's the biggest thing on your bucket list? And the woman, I mean, in the story that I heard, it was a woman. She said, I want to retire by the time I am 42. Well. You don't even know what you want right now. You don't know what you wanted four years ago. I mean, let alone four years ago, you were 14. You didn't even know about any of this. Four years from now, you'll be 22. You still don't know what the hell you want. I mean, you might have a bachelor's degree in something useless like most people do. But hey, you live your own life, I guess. Four years from now, you don't know what you're going to do. Let alone, let's say, all right, 42 minus 18. That is... Maybe 24 years? Yeah, sounds about right. 20-something years. It's like, how the hell are you going to know where the hell you are 20-something years from now? You don't know where you were. You don't know where you're going to be tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Something amazing could happen tomorrow. And if you take the opportunity, if it's like one of those great opportunities, you could be rich if you really wanted to. A lot of people don't want that. They'll just lay around and do whatever the fuck they want. But hey, I'm not the one to judge. Well, I think that's all there is to talk about and to rant about since I can't really keep on to one topic at a time. But this is my first episode on young education. And I do have to say it didn't go that bad. But I'll see you guys on the next one if you guys want to listen. All right.